Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's not about just law. There's people and, and victims involved. The question is, were they defrauded by Girardi Keys? Not by Erica Girardi. Were they defrauded by Girardi Keys? Guess what? I don't work at Girardi Keys. I'm not a licensed lawyer. I don't control that. I've never met these people. So, so do that you, is the question. So you don't so, believe there are victims? That's to be litigated and be found out. No one's saying that you were involved in this, but I thought it was a given that the, the money was taken from Girardi Keys. No, it's not. It's still in litigation. Okay, but in the meantime, let's have a little sensitivity to the victims. The only person you should be concerned about is me. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and um, Queen Elizabeth Deathwatch uh, edition. Uh, joined with me for this possibly history-making episode uh, <laughs> is my dear friend, my um, I like to make you sweat by calling you my personal legal counsel. Um, she's not, just to be clear. Hi, Maya. <laughs> Hi. I'm um, very happy to be here on Death Watch with you. I was just saying to Kara before we started recording that I have BBC on in the background just in case, just in yeah. case anything happens. <laughs> yep. And I got CNN and I never have the TV on when I'm recording because why would I? But this is like yeah. a, a, an unprecedented situation. So um, yeah, we might have some breaking news. It looks like they're just waiting on Harry to get over to Scotland and then we're going to find out what's happening. So um, yeah, that's my thought too, is once the whole <laughs> gang is there, they may, they may make an announcement. Sounds like it. Um, but I do, before we get into the episode, want to talk about some other very important news. Um, 
y'all for you guys who have hulu and who do not have peacock they're about to take all the bravo shit off of hulu and put it over to peacock so peacock is currently running a 199 for the first year special hop on it hop on it if you guys want that bravo content if you guys want to watch housewives do it sorry and you're welcome actually you're welcome yeah that's some breaking news i i I knew it was going to happen at some point um just because like you know once peacock launched i was like well the utility of hulu for bravo fans just change um i may just downgrade because right i during some housewives binge at some point i got the like version of hulu without commercials i may Mm -hmm. just downgrade that yeah hulu's hulu's also raising their prices so really think about it you know what's an extra two months yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um so yeah let's get into this episode what a wow I'm like really doubly blessed to have you because there's a lot of legal stuff happening here and um yeah (laughs) we need to get into it um yeah I was trying to like I mean because there are so many like good Bravo legal accounts out there now um uh like I I can't I can't even hold a candle to them in part because like um I I don't you know, follow these as closely as they do. And so I don't have the ins and outs of the facts in the same way. Um, But like, yeah, there's some interesting stuff going on. I was trying to at least like do a little bit of independent research. So I had (laughs) at least some knowledge and I couldn't be accused of not coming with the facts. And I, and I had plenty of things to cite. And shout out to you for that, Maya. That's why you're a real one. Um, so we're in Aspen with the ladies. We're waking up on, I think, day two. And Kyle cannot let these slippers that Kathy wore to the airport go. And this is how I knew, like, ladies, if you hear me, if you have, like, a maybe sort of complicated relationship with your mom, definitely if you have multiple sisters, you know what this is. And I'm like, Kyle... Mm-mm. see I see where this is going she keeps wanting to harp on these things here's what really chaps my ass about Kyle is that I think I said last week I would just appreciate if she would kind of lean into being like new money and I actually enjoy all these Birkins that I have but she does this shit like trying to shame Kathy and let's be real Kathy's richer than you and so she doesn't give a fuck she doesn't care about like going to the airport and labels. She just doesn't care. And like the fact that it bothers you is weird. Absolutely. I mean, I like you took the words out of my mouth. It's interesting also because like um I, I feel like when the last time we talked about Beverly Hills, we even talked about how like Kathy is kind of like going against the Beverly Hills glam thing which is like Mm -hmm. the the direction the show is heavily trended in over the last few years especially yeah I know exactly and like and Dorit hasn't helped the situation and it's just amped up Rinna and Kyle into doing the same kinds of things and um you know it's interesting because like I don't like I wonder I just don't understand where Kyle's head is about the stuff. Like, does she think that the audience is also going to be like, um, oh, like Kathy's so ridiculous. How could such a wealthy woman wear such ridiculous slippers in the airport? Like, that's not really how people think. Or maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe some people do, but like, I feel like most viewers I've seen and certainly my reaction when I watch it is more like, 
of course Kathy wears those ridiculous slippers in the airport. Like she's, you know, people are people, you know, even though she's wealthier than us, of course she does that because she's uncomfortable. Yeah, Kyle's missing the mark on what she thinks that, like, I think she feels like the audience thinks that Kathy's some bumbling idiot. And so if she points out these things and she can be like, haha, see you guys, like, I'm in on the joke too. But the truth is, like, it's not, that's not, we actually think that that's a positive thing. Like, that you need to go to the airport and be seen and, like, worry about the paparazzi is actually really fucking whack, Kyle. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's like, this is, I, this whole episode has really made me think about sort of like this, this idea of like sincerity, which is slightly different from authenticity, which I feel like I sure think about a lot when I'm watching Beverly Hills, Mm -hmm. but like, um, I can't imagine why. (laughs) Yeah. Certainly no like deep insincerity or deep inauthenticity going on here, but like, that's really it. It's sort of like, I mean, like, I, I may I may articulate this better as we get more deeply into the episode because the thoughts are still percolating but I just think like this whole morning scene like both um with the slippers thing and then later again when she actually goes to like wake Kathy up and they have this like little tiff over the hangers like I feel like Kyle thinks that it's making Kathy look like she's like high maintenance yeah Yeah. exactly like a diva but it's it's actually just making kyle look like like a bad hostess and like and like a shitty little sister like if there's anything that we've learned as a nation is that once you put butter on corn like it makes things so much better so why was her asking for corn butter for her corn like that egregious like what a week for that episode to come out by the way like just like (laughs) Kathy, like she preempted, she knows everything. Kathy knows everything. She knew she, about corn. She was riding the corn wave. She really, really did. Um, <laughs> so she catches Lisa Renna in the kitchen. Kyle catches Lisa in the kitchen, and she's like, "Oh, oh, isn't this so funny?" I texted Paris and Nikki about the shoes and the fact that she was wearing her socks up to her calves. Like, ha ha. And even Lisa's like, "Yeah, cool, Kyle." Like, she doesn't even give a shit, and. Um, then they sit down, uh, Erica shows up, they're kind of talking about Diana's outburst and the way that they change the goalposts for like the people on their team's behavior versus Garcelle or Sutton, yes. it's just like laughable at this point. Cause they're like, well, you know, she just felt some type of way and she had rage, but then her they, hurt um, was coming out as anger. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, right. We, we as if like, that. right. Right. let's just wash our hands of it and let it go but so then erica comes upstairs and she joins them and they're all having their coffee or whatever and all three of them sit around without sutton to talk about how sutton is a lot better one-on-one than she is in a group and when she's in a group setting she makes a total 180 and it's like she's the mean girl now is that her or is that y'all who are doing that like is it you guys who are secretly being nice to her and then acting like she's a fucking loser when you get in front of your other girlfriends let's ask that's that. yeah exactly i mean like and kyle saying like that unfollowing someone is mean when they're all sitting around in a little group being nasty about sutton <laughs> this is like, really wh- nice which one is actually mean girl yeah <laughs> 
Truly. And I watched that little after show clip of Sutton talking about how, yeah, I mean, she and Garcelle were like, yeah, fuck that bitch. We're both going to unfollow her. But was Erica following Sutton? Like, I feel like I saw somewhere that Sutton said that Erica wasn't following her. So what the fuck was it? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I have the same memory. I mean, um, maybe we both like fever dreamed it together, but like, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that Sutton was like, well, she's not following me. So I'm going to unfollow her. Right. So really, what does it matter? And like the things that they pick up on are so lame. I like kind of living for how embarrassing they're being, but it's also annoying. I think it's interesting because I also started thinking during that scene that, you know, there are actually circumstances where I don't think I would hate the sort of like group A versus group B or like group one versus group group two kind of dynamic that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, if like the group was more like, if, if like the Kyle, Rinna, Erica group was more like, and I, I left Dorit out because I think Dorit kind of, can at least like Dorit's exempted from from what I'm about to say at least Mm -hmm. um but like the other group like Crystal, Garcelle, Sutton like they've had their own issues and like you know to some extent like they each kind of float to the other group and I think Dorit can float a little more easily than like Lisa, Erica and and Kyle. Kyle tries but like she's so clearly like her allegiance is with like Rinna and Erica that it's, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't even it doesn't count um but like I, I think like if they weren't if Kyle Rinna and Erica were not so like transparent about their she friendship died. being died, such an alliance sorry, sorry Maya she died they know what <laughs> she died <laughs> well <laughs> breaking news y'all oh I mean, this okay we'll see it unbroken because BBC has not said it yet well, yep. Okay. Six, I believe one, you. 131, 131, 631 in, in London. Okay. Well, you're, I mean, it's going to be way late news at this point, but yeah, I know, Breaking but you guys, out. you heard it. You heard, you heard it here first. London Bridge. Well, we heard it here first. London Bridge. <gasps> That's crazy. Oh my God. That is, crazy. that is crazy. I actually <laughs> almost feel like we should put on our black ties and like change to like a retrospective of the queen's life and colonialism. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Why am I laughing? So <laughs> no, I just think I'm nervous. I think no, I, I also nervous laugh when like weird bad things happen. Also, oh. like I mean, but also it's like very. I, I'm I'm actually not going to say anything bad about the Queen for your listeners. Sorry. No, I mean, like, <laughs> listen, you guys know that this is a very uh, you know, left leftist podcast to say the least. So it's more of like the international implication of all of this than the yes. person for me. We'll put it yes, I, I agree. And like my complicated feelings are, you know, my <clears throat> grandparents were all like born in the British empire. So like yeah. there's, you know, feelings to be had about, about that as well. So um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we can safely say that both of us down the line have been victims of this monarchy, this commonwealth, if you will. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Indeed. In some form or fashion. But um, yeah, okay. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, back to, so back to, so back to Aspen. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Y'all don't don't come for me this is just it's just shocking news okay so um okay so Kyle- I was, oh, okay I was gonna say just that like 
if they could if their if their friendship was not also like such so clearly an alliance and if they actually could have more like if they showed more of their lives that they it felt like they were having more like authentic <clears throat> disputes amongst themselves like I yeah. think that I could actually like that they're sort of like a half and half like half of the girls against the other and if there was like more crossing right. in between them right like right. if like anyone ever came for Rinna for some of the stupid shit that she does oh, I mean we would be oh happy day that would be oh happy yeah. day um exactly yeah, I kind of feel like Rinna is sort of the one oddly who's like keeping all of this bullshit going because clearly Kyle and Erica want to like Sutton they want to yep <laughs> but I think you're right this thing up for whatever reason and it's like so silly um so then Kyle busts into Kathy's room and starts like shaming her for this that and the third uh you know I stuck you with a double bunk bedroom but why are you acting like this and Kathy is like there's nothing for me to nowhere for me to hang Kyle like she's upset they're you know just doing their like sister thing back and forth um but she does tell Kathy that Dorit ended up leaving at midnight the night before to go over to Diana's hotel room because she thought it was more secure what a fucking dig you bitch kyle for saying like oh i think yeah. she probably just like nice hotels anyway okay so I, like which one is it girl <laughs> it's you also know? just like i mean of any i mean maybe it is that Dorit likes nice hotels right but like of any situation i could imagine Dorit being uncomfortable being a in an unfamiliar house like where you are like where you're in the fucking mountains like yeah. and you don't know where you really are you don't have any sense of your um surroundings like I can totally see that triggering your panic attack I was actually yeah I'm, I'm actually in Colorado right now not in Aspen though um but I was in like a mountainy area over Labor Day weekend and I was like terrified yeah <laughs> the first night that I was sleeping there because it was like dark and quiet in a way that I was really like not prepared for yeah for sure like I'm a true city mouse and my friend used to have a lake uh like cabin in the woods and it was great but like I wasn't about to be going down to the kitchen in the middle of the night because there's so glass everywhere glass windows I don't like I, it's just too much exposure yep. <laughs> and I could see I could see like I don't have typically anxiety about that stuff um but I didn't I felt uncomfortable too so I get it I get it and like but like what a what a sly little remark that was really nasty yeah for her supposed best friend um so who didn't even stay at who didn't even stay at her house right right oh my god um I loved the conversation on the way to get Erica for the ladies are going like half the ladies are going skiing the other ladies are going snowmobiling so it's basically like the fox force going skiing except for Erica she's going to be stuck with Sutton Cherie and Garcelle Sutton and Garcelle are not feeling this at all so Sutton was really funny to me she's like you know I'm just having a lot of anxiety about hanging out with my non-friends I don't really want to have to do it <laughs> um I, what an odd choice for Erica to decide to go with them yeah like I just I was like I mean you can't you can't want to like 
do you just not want to ski? I just, it felt really <laughs> odd for me to like, but well, I don't know, maybe Erica's she, odd. Uh, she said that she had gotten knee surgeries and she just- Oh, that's right. Hair. Fair um, enough. I would have been like, I'm going to take a nap. I'll just yeah, sit this I'm going to go to the lodge. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the ski fashions just a little bit. Um, <laughs> Doree was wearing head to toe Fendi. I mean, she's like, what do they call it? Like- label there's some term for it that people use on tiktok about like labels head to toe um and even with the the matching fendi helmet which i actually thought was pretty chic i gotta say (laughs) yeah like dorit's outfits can sometimes like be for me like like i i mean i don't know like true like it's it's transcended even being stylish because it's like just like it's yeah it's too much but like I actually yeah. liked her ski outfit um which yeah. surprised me but I thought it was actually pretty I, I liked it I thought it was cute cute for her yeah. um I will say that even though Lisa Rinna is very much in bitch eating crackers for me like there's nothing that she can do uh with the exception of her getting stoned later that was right for me but <laughs> um she was rocking this coat that I've really wanted it was the North Face Gucci collaboration I need Lisa to get away from the uh, 70s Harry Styles aesthetic and the streetwear because it just doesn't look good on her. Yeah. It just doesn't. I agree. And that's not even on some hater shit. Like it just didn't look good on her. Um, So, okay. What else? Oh, um, Diana looked like the Grinch with her green fluffy. I can't. It's a testament to how like up their ass up her ass they are for whatever reason that nobody said that because that was just like there was an opening there for that and nobody took it and I was really disappointed it was right there um the drive to snowmobiling after they pick up Erica is like so quiet you can hear a pin drop nobody's even looking at each other so funny um (laughs) how are you feeling about Cherie um you know if I did not know about her offline behavior. I would be a lot more positive towards her. Yeah. But I think that her like being friends with Diana and like she's she's doing the wrong things and I don't love it. Yeah, that's about, I mean, like I just, I'm sort of like, okay, well she's there and she's not like bothering me necessarily, but like she was kind of like being a little both sidesy. Um, yeah like with Sutton beforehand and I think maybe that I, that was also just colored by exactly what you said like her offline activities yeah. um or her online activities um <laughs> her off-screen activities whatever um and like and later at one point I think when Erica's going off like Sheree is kind of like with Lisa and like just like m- giving expressions in the background that I was like mm, they're not landing for me um yeah yeah it's not like it's yeah it feels too much like you're really excited to be on the show Mm -hmm. and we really like we want you to be here as Garcelle's friend and there's a distinction there (laughs) and I'm not loving that you're not adhering to that but exactly um, so what happens after that okay so they go snowmobiling I mean it's honestly like these activities are not worth talking about because frankly nobody was talking um uh Sutton when they go to the snowmobiling location they're like trying to teach these women how to steer and navigate these you know vehicles Sutton's fucked off to the the petting zoo and is having one with the goats because she something about Jesus (laughs) something about the animals calming her like Jesus does she doesn't know what she's doing 
whatever. Um, Dorit's big storyline is that she hadn't been skiing in 20 years and then she did it. So hooray for that. I Good don't know for you, that. girl. <laughs> you yeah, winter know. sports don't have a lot of meaning for me. I'm it, it's they're not my thing. I'm, yeah, I'm too small and brown for them. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Sorry, I stand behind that. <laughs> so after snowmobiling, Sutton says she's just trying to stay away from the danger zone. That is Diana, rather. She feels like she didn't do anything to provoke the crap that came out of Diana's mouth the night before and then Sutton says honestly I don't really care if Diana likes me or not at this point I'm like thank you like let's just call it yeah I mean like especially like the last episode really like crossed a threshold into being like all right it's not even like in like we get annoyed with seeing like circular arguments on housewives all the time mm-hmm. like last the last episode felt like beyond that it was just sort of like yeah. this is unhinged um yeah like accusing somebody of hiding their miscarriages yeah and and weaponizing it for the opportunity like later down the line to get sympathy like that's whack yeah exactly I, I mean, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that other than like that shit's lame and I wouldn't want to hear from her either. Yeah. Um so Erica kind of has this strange moment where she's like, Well, Sutton, what you need to understand, and I feel like we can safely say this is the last time that Erica was even a little bit reasonable for the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sober, yes. Um she tells Sutton that there's something about how she apologizes to people that doesn't land correctly like something about it seems insincere to people and then she admits that she has a tendency to pop off on people on social media twitter instagram and she's been wrong and so she's in no position to be like oh Sutton you're wrong for this like sometimes things just come out and it is what it is and you just have to take ownership of it which I don't really know if this had anything to do with what Sutton was dealing with but okay yeah, I mean, I I was just like, why is Erica giving lessons on sincere apologies? Because like, even when she's like now months later acknowledging that she's an asshole to people on social media or whatever else, like, I don't think we've ever seen Erica give a sincere apology ever. And even now mm-hmm. she was only like ex- expressing the sort of like, you know, reasonableness in a hypothetical situation way removed from any situation where she might have actually been at fault or wrong and right also I feel like Sutton actually gave Diana a pretty good apology like in you know however many episodes ago that was now um, like you know I just like the scene ends up turning into like a little happy Erica and Sutton moment but Uh like that just it, it it bugs me so much because you know that's not what this is about. Like this should be focusing on like how terrible Diana just was to Sutton and like Erica just turns it all around. So it's like, well, you know, Sutton, you're just not like sincere enough in your apologies. You gotta be better. And like Sutton accepts that like, and kind of takes it in for what it is. I mean, she does, you know, kind of have the attitude of like, I'm not doing anything anymore with Diana, which is good. But like, it just bugged me that like Erica got in there and like changed the narrative around. 
yeah I, I I fully agree with you and I also love that Sutton's like at this point because Garcelle's like okay Diana's gonna be at the dinner I assume how are you gonna like let's let's get through this how are you gonna act and she's like well I'm gonna sit as far away from her as possible I'd rather sit next to Erica at this point <laughs> and this is why I need you guys to get on the Sutton train you guys don't have to stand her but just appreciate her for what she is because god bless her for sitting next to this bitch who she doesn't like and be like i'd rather sit next to you than somebody else that's i mean like it's despite me thinking that sutton has been wrong on many things and like which in many situations where like i probably have the unpopular opinion thinking that sutton is wrong i love sutton i just think she's so like she's necessary she's totally necessary she's so funny and like dry and like weird and like I don't know like I actually find her clothes most interesting out of everybody's like mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. like I'm I'm loving her as a housewife even and I kind of love also thinking that she's wrong um that's yeah. the mix I want to see and like yeah it's it's like a you know we've been saying since she's on that she's kind of a bright spot in Beverly Hills but like it's it's at this point like especially this late in this season it's just highlighting like how tired the other women are it, for sure and like she even makes these background facial <laughs> reactions that are really really funny um so yeah i i i i don't know what we would do without her this would be so lame so lame so everybody's getting for getting ready for dinner um crystal and garcelle have this conversation which i love this is probably my favorite part of the episode <laughs> where yeah and also like are crystal and erica or uh garcelle where are they now because i know that they i was thinking the same thing because like okay now that we're this late in the season like i feel like they had some discord earlier in the season but now they're getting along I'm like well what the hell happened between this point and real time to make them fall out again right because i think garcelle had that weird comment like around the like dark episodes airing where she said basically that she like hasn't talked to crystal right. and i that confused me as well like i don't i don't know um but i gotta say like yeah i'm curious but like i think like while i want crystal to be like a hundred percent like part of the sutton garcelle like to make a little triad like i think that I would just love to see that because I like all three of them the best on the show. Mm -hmm. um, like I was saying before, I, it kind of like doesn't bother me so much that she's not um, because I, I like to see some kind of, you know, you know, it's not like <laughs> they're just not turning into like the same thing as like Kyle, Erica and Rena and everyone. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, but I, I like, I like it when they get along. And I, I also love that scene. Like it was just like, cute i liked seeing them interact together in a positive yeah. way and like shit talk about erica and they have a rapport and they're both right you know this mm -hmm. is like the conversations that we have i think that's maybe what <laughs> that's yes that is that's correct i think that's really what it comes down to i think over some like clear <laughs> indiscretion yeah um so they're like in the in i think uh crystal's bathroom she's getting ready they're like okay, we've already had this conversation. You FaceTime me while I was on the set of The Real and I told you that we, uh, Erica and these earrings that she's not returning are a topic of conversation. And they're now like, okay, now it's like really out there, but nobody on the show is talking about it, but 
it's kind of like a, you know, in real life, people are really talking about this and mm-hmm. how do we, like, how do we navigate this at the house? So um, Crystal asked Garcelle, what did your co-host, like, what did Lonnie Love say? What did uh, the other one, Adrian by is this, I feel like I'm getting these mixed up. <laughs> I don't watch these like the view the real I don't know who's on which one but is it was it was she with Adrian Bailon was she Girl, with I don't know like I'm Definitely I will Lonnie watch Lowe. any clip that comes up across my feed I I would but no I'm also not like a I'm not really like a, a talk show yeah I get them mixed up I'm pretty sure Lonnie Love is on there so Crystal's like girl what did Lonnie Love say and uh Garcelle's like well basically they thought it wasn't a good look to keep those earrings and if you have the opportunity to help these victims then why wouldn't you so Crystal's like at this point it's really clear to me that Erica is her position is that she also is a victim but like these clothes and these jewelry and stuff they're ill-gotten gains and so personally as crystal i wouldn't want them anymore and ourselves like yeah me either (laughs) and i'm with you i'm like me either i how could you want to wear or even look at any of that stuff knowing that like you could do anything about it like what joy is in it for you at this point yeah i mean it's just like i mean and frankly, like, even if it kind of comes out that, like, or if it, if I say, and I'm by saying comes out, I mean, like, the legal process plays out the way that Erica says that she would like it to, even if the legal process plays out and says that basically she's entitled to keep them, like, I'm not sure that I would want to, yeah. like, at that point, like, even if I am, like, fully legally entitled to them, like, I can't imagine wanting to own those those things anymore like material goods that like you know kind of would seem tainted even if not like even if there's a scenario and I'm not actually saying there is because I I think that from the facts that we do know um they do appear to be ill-gotten gains um or like purchased with ill-gotten gains um but like even if they weren't even if they were purchased with money that Girardi was completely entitled to I just think that there would be an emotional stain on them Um, yeah like it just feels like I personally would look at that stuff and just feel gross like yeah and the thing is there's also like a middle ground to do something that Erica hasn't done as far as I'm aware at least where like it seems like she just has the earrings and she's like bragging about them can do whatever she wants with them like you know, there's a way to kind of be like, you know, I'm not sure about these. And so for now, like they're kind of like being held, like they're physical assets. So I don't think they can be like held in trust in the same way that like monetary assets could or something, but you Mm -hmm. could basically say like, I'm not like, I have them like somewhere else and I'm just waiting to see what the legal process plays out. But like, you can just, you can express discomfort without like expressing guilt or like that discomfort necessarily like being taken as guilt the thing that has gotten to me about Erica for since last season all through this season it's just like look like there are ways to write like your lawyers can help you come up with statements that sound less shitty than anything that you're saying like there's ways to express concern and remorse and understanding 
like yeah. without like treading the line of those things being taken as guilt. I sh- like, yeah. I, I, it is true. Like lawyers will tell you that that is true mm-hmm. because I have written those kinds of statements for clients, right? Like, right. you know, those are things that like lawyers get paid to help you come up with. Those are things exactly. that PR people help you come up with. Like, yeah, things that she all has and things that she's been complaining that she pays all the wazoo for. So why aren't you utilizing all of the benefits of your legal process that you hold so dearly? It's very weird to me. Very weird. Yeah. I, I, it's strange to me. So then Garcelle is like, does she have the earrings? I keep looking at her ears. Is she wearing them? <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> um, so they all go to dinner. Sutton shows up in this like, you know, uh, low cut, booby exposing dress. And everybody gives her a compliment about having the girls out. And Kathy makes a very weird comment about how um, Sutton has the boobs of a little girl, just like her own daughters, Paris and Nikki, which, <sighs> okay. <laughs> that seems like a mom thing to say um without you know what you're right it that actually that's actually true right like because I mean like I I do not have those kinds of boobies but like I think if I did like totally my awkward mom I shouldn't say mean things about my mom but like my mom says (laughs) awkward things too I guess like I'm trying not to be too effusive about Kathy because like I don't know exactly what's coming but like Given what I do think is probably coming, and I don't think it's as bad as what Erica and Rena have tried to make us believe for the last like six months or whatever, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like I'm, I'm definitely feeling sort of this like eye rolly fondness towards Kathy. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> she's she's interesting. Her, her and yeah. all of her outfits. I, I mean, honestly, like if Kyle wanted to roast her for anything, why didn't you roast her for the fact that the other day she wore a cloud? print t-shirt and a cheetah print skirt why didn't we talk about that (laughs) that was an odd choice but okay um so we start talking about fashion actually Kathy kind of gets the ball rolling about how she's got all these pieces somewhere in the Waldorf Astoria and there are McQueen pieces and Mugler and all this stuff that she's got from the 90s or whatever and this activates erica into talking about how can we go can we go to new york and go through your your storage and and uh then she's showing this bottega veneta uh purse shout out to the editors for making sure that we knew that it was like 1800 dollars or however much it was and uh she's like going into detail about all these things that she has and oh the things that you find when you move and I could pull out something with a red liner and a whip stitch right now and it's like nobody gives a fuck (laughs) so strange and Garcelle clocks it perfectly and it's like Erica still exists in this world much like you know Sonia or Dorinda where you think that you still have this old life and that you can still say these same things but girl, the, the private jet's gone. John John's dead. Nobody cares about your, your Bottega Veneta purse. And it looks even worse for you than any of them combined because uh, you owe a lot of money to people who very much deserve it. And nobody wants to see you bragging on television about all the great things that you bought in the years of these people who have been suffering waiting for their money. And you're just been living high off the hog. Oh, oh, I moved into my beautiful uh, Humboldt Park, wherever the fuck she lives, mansion. And all of these things that I found that I had no idea, hmm, thousands of dollars worth of goods. And 
I just found them and and then she even tried to like make it be like well I have to wear them now like I don't have a choice but to go back into my archives okay let's play the violin for you weirdo yeah I mean my archives are like old navy shirts from 2010 you know it's just like I um it's really you you put it so well and it's so interesting too because like think about how much we collectively as housewives fandoms have roasted Sonia Morgan for living in the past the way that she has like mm-hmm. Erica is doing the same thing in like a far more cringeworthy fashion because like Sonia's just she, at least Sonia like well I don't know if Sonia knows that she's broke but eventually Sonia figured it out right like I, I think like at least there's a sweetness to Sonia and like there aren't like a trail of dead people behind like you know literally I mean yeah I, I, as Susan said <laughs> that, I was like well I don't know um, is I do think that the Morgans probably did build their backs on, or their fortunes on the backs of others but Almost not certain. quite in the same way <laughs> not exactly like they didn't literally steal settlement money from like people who had been victims of botched medical procedures or like you know gas explosions or plane crashes like it's 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 really like I mean Erica is like everything that she's doing is trying to like shift and skew the narrative so that it it seems as if she has not, she's not doing anything like, uh, uh, yeah, we'll get into that more, but it's just like, it's, it's interesting um, to also kind of think about like, you know, she's as like sad as somebody like Sonia or Dorinda is, um, Mm -hmm. despite the fact, like as much as she wants to like try to fight that image maybe we should just like start seeing her that way instead and just kind of be like ooh, like just embarrassing erica Um, yeah yeah it's sad and she really went out like baby jane at the end of this episode but we'll get into that oh my god yeah so carcel decides to take this moment and i just want to say somebody put out a great tweet that i didn't save and i'm gonna have to remember from the top of my head but they said that the thing that I said last week, they kind of like tapped into, I said the issue with Kyle trying to be an alpha when she's a beta or trying to be a pot stirrer as a beta, it doesn't work, but it does work with Garcelle. This tweet said something along the lines of like, Garcelle's trying to get to the point and to the truth of things when she stirs the pot, whereas Kyle's just trying to like be a little Dennis the Menace and get people to fight each other. Like it's, it's a difference and how would they handle it they're both pot stirs but they handle it very differently and i can respect what garcelle does so yeah i think you're totally right i i mean and the fact is also like kyle does it through like back channels garcelle was sitting next to erica she turned her head to her and asked her about it yep and and to the point where like it wasn't like she was waiting for the cameras because the view that we got was from like way across on the opposite side it's like the cameras weren't even ready for her like Kyle will wait until she gets a tight shot on herself and be like so let's talk about it like Garcelle really just wanted to know for herself so she turns to Erica and says 
so what does $750,000 earrings look like? <laughs> and Erica's like, well, they're actually 1.3 million in value. And so Garcelle's oh, like- It's just so ugly to say it that way too. Right. Like, sorry, just right. bugged me even when she said it. I was like, oh, right. It's not like, oh, it's more expensive than- Right. Um, so Garcelle's like, okay, so do you still have them? She's like, yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> of course I do. But why might why would I give them away? And so Garcelle's like, okay, are you going to? And she's like, well, you know, if the judge decides that that's, you know, right under the letter of the law, then I will. And so then Garcelle says, why do you need the judge? <laughs> and Erica says, well, because it's a legal fight. And she's like, okay, am I the person who represented these victims? Am I the one who signed those checks? No. And Garcelle says, no, but why does it matter? Like, if you have something that you can help, then maybe you should do it. Like, I can't separate the two. And I'm just kind of curious as to why, how is it possible that you can? Like, why won't you just be like, fuck it, let's play the victims? Not to say that you're guilty, just to say that you're compassionate and have a heart and erica looks at her like huh <laughs> like, yeah. like it's never even occurred to her and she's like are these earrings stolen and garcelle's like i don't know <laughs> you tell me the, the thing is like nobody's alleging that they are sto- at least as far as i know i don't think that they are alleging that they're stolen the issue yeah. is that they were bought with money that they should the money should not have been used to buy these earrings like the money like as as far as I know, like the issue with them is that like the money itself was the stolen thing. Exactly. And like, I mean, I'm sure there are some legal, not I'm sure, there are some like claims that could be made against Erica that would involve her knowing that the money was stolen. And, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, which so is there's some that like come up for her exactly <laughs> like there's <laughs> exactly like there could be allegations made like that would involve proving that she knew that the money was stolen but even if she didn't know the money was stolen that doesn't mean that she is actually entitled to the earrings like and so right. like, there are other allegations and other charges that could be brought or not charges claims that could be made against her yeah um, it's almost like in her mind she thinks that oh I, the money turned into these earrings so it doesn't count <laughs> like, like he exactly did else with it, and therefore like I'm not responsible but like it doesn't matter but it like her matter. being responsible is not the same as her being entitled to the earrings so it's, she exactly. I think she I think feels like well now they're mine and like I didn't know anything about it and I'm not responsible for it so I get to keep them right and that is not necessarily true no girl if if some if you're if your man uh stole a honda and this is like fast and the furious or whatever i don't know what happens <laughs> in those movies but if you get the the honda and then the you know they find out that he stole it you don't get to keep that car your honda's gone you're gonna be right up back on that bus girl like it doesn't matter <laughs> who took it or the fact that you didn't have anything to do with it there's it, still it's wrong it's wrong and I, I'm shocked that she is acting like she doesn't understand that. Do you think that she it's not clicking for her, or do you think she's being intentionally obtuse? That's a great question. I think that she is. It's not clicking for her. 
And I think it's because, I mean, Erica is, we've, since the second she walked in her first scene, like we, the arrogance has just dripped off of her. That mm-hmm. has not gone anywhere. And she, I'm sure is like having these conversations, thinking smugly back to conversations she's had with her lawyers where she's taking in phrases and things that they're saying, which she doesn't fully understand, but Mm -hmm. she's taking in language that they're giving her. And she's now using that back in response to what the women are saying to her. Um, And I feel the sense of sort of like smugness coming from her that really Mm -hmm. shows up obviously in like the big fight where she's like, well, these people don't even understand what it is. They don't understand how the legal process works. But like, that's, that's like not a, it's not really what they're talking about. So like, she's leaning on something that has nothing to do with the actual issues at the heart of why people have a problem with her, which are moral questions, not legal questions. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, she is like, I think probably wrapping herself up in a lot of this jargon that she doesn't really understand and using it as also like not only just like armor and a shield but yeah. like she's just like I think I, I think that it's preventing her from actually understanding what people are trying to tell her and, and and that's not meant to excuse her by the way I think yeah. like it's this is all due to like a deep sense of arrogance that is like very gross to me I have a question um <sighs> Would a lawyer take it upon themselves to have a tough conversation like that with their client, or is that really not their place? You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, like if you start I, I guess like, in a real out of pocket, especially like on Twitter telling people to like suck their ass and stuff like that would you would you be like hey girl (laughs) or is that like really not something you do that is a good it's a great question and it's harder for me to like um answer because like right now I um my client is um the government but um before that I mostly like work I, I worked at a firm and only ever really represented like corporations and mm-hmm. so like if the corporation was showing their ass on Twitter definitely you'd be like uh we have to rein that in but they'd also have plenty of in-house legal people that would be like what we can't do this we can't say this gotcha. it wouldn't happen so it's harder for me to like say with respect to individuals just because I haven't had that specific experience but I think in the case of Erica it's probably interesting because like I could 
I could see them definitely saying like, this isn't helping you, you should stop. But like, like, I could also see, yeah. I mean, there's also like lawyers out there who would be like, yeah, girl, like go get those idiots. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, or something like that. Like it really depends on the lawyer and like also what your client is trying to get out of this. I don't think Eric is trying to get on the good side of the public anymore. I don't think, I really don't think she cares and (laughs) she keeps telling us she doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. And so very clear. (laughs) Right. I think like, um, you know, if, if there was a sin, if like, if there was a scenario where she was like, I just want this to like go away and be as quiet as possible. Like, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. Like then I think like, you know, the tough conversations could easily be had, but I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, lawyers can be, they certainly can have those tough conversations. And I think in many situations, it's very important to, but like, they can also be like the ultimate yes people, right? Like, I mean, we have like a, a, an example with, um, you know, a former US president, for example, whose lawyers I think are like giving a lot of advice that like they, that might appease the person more than like address the legal issues. Ooh, can't imagine who you're talking about. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So this is the point where Erica starts like pretty, like getting activated for real. And she turns to Garcelle and is like, you know, what am I supposed to say to this? Like, I'm not guilty. How dare you say that fucking shit to me? Like I'm fighting like a fucking devil. You know what? Fighting for my life. And Garcelle asks Erica if she cares if the earrings are stolen. And she's like, yeah, but that needs to be proven under the law. And if I'm a liar, it'll come out. And like, no shade to your profession, girl. But like, we all know that the legal system is not perfect. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, it's like, that's such a cop out to like, say it like that too. Right. It's just like, because again, like, that's what I mean. Like how she's trying to twist it and like, just be like the legal process, the legal process when nobody is coming at her with like, a legal issue or like a question or concern about the legal process they're all telling her like you know as a person again like morally this is this is a problem um or we feel uncomfortable like seeing how this is playing out which is perfectly reasonable for people to say when they like you know have to interact with you all the time and as Sutton has shown like could be dragged into the legal stuff themselves Mm -hmm. yep Yep, 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 yep. So moving back to Kyle and her insistence on roasting Kathy, she oh decides God. to rope Diana into the situation because she's like, oh, here's another disgusting new money bitch. She'll laugh. So she like tells, uh, she's like going in on Kathy and pointing out the bag that Kathy brought to dinner. Look at it. Oh, I'm going to take it out of Kathy's hands and make Diana touch the fabric and we can both giggle about how cheap it is. And Kyle says, in a confessional it's not like a real bag it's like a shopping bag from a store that she's trying to pull off as aspen's a classy place i'm like to to you <laughs> to you yeah. Erica, like okay i'm sure it's very chic and high end but like to what end girl at the end of the day it's oh, yeah. like girl like you guys are at a restaurant who cares like in her mind, I, I have such a tough time because there's somebody in my life who really, really cares about what other people think. And by that, I mean, like going out there in the world and what like random people you're never going to see again, think about your outfit. <laughs> and so it's uh-huh. so like, 
annoying to me because I'm very much like, and I think maybe this is because after I moved to New York and you realize how big the city is and how you're probably never going to see anybody again, like you just don't really care that much sometimes. (laughs) And that's that's why people like readily cry. I mean, I can't count the number of times I've cried on the street in New York. Like these people are never going to see me again. Who gives a shit? Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? And yeah. And I just love that. Like Kyle's really showing her true colors about that. And I, it's, it's really gross. And I could sense that Kathy was getting really annoyed mm-hmm. and her frustration has been like, she's been bubbling under since the corn situation. And I've really enjoyed <laughs> this like escalation. Um, I don't enjoy that. She's pissed off, but I'm enjoying seeing that maybe she'll pop off on Kyle at some point. I'm- and for what it's worth you guys Paris was on Twitter last night Uh, yes (laughs) Paris was on talking about how like and I think she tweeted herself about how like mean Aunt Kyle was about Kathy trying to present the tequila to the ladies later and how yeah it was something like so unkind with an emoji but like from Paris that's like that's big I would say yeah it was a quote tweet of somebody being like kyle was being so rude to kathy like all kathy wanted Mm -hmm. to do was present her liquor and she was laughing at her and yeah yeah so go head on over to paris hilton's liked tweets to see what she really thinks about the situation that Um, is to me like a really like that is a simmering under current uh, that i i think we're gonna see play out and i'm actually extremely excited for that i'm loving it like we earned this this is what i've been fighting for (laughs) america this is what i've been fighting for i've been fighting to see kathy take her down because we know okay and i've i thought about this the other day you know i was a little bit stoned and i was thinking a lot and i was thinking like i had been watching recently early episodes of beverly hills and Kyle mentioned once how big Kathy had told her to take care of Kim after she passed and how there's this now weird and this is like obvious weird like mother daughter clearly Kyle thinks she's better than Kim like yeah anybody can see that (laughs) there's no no doubt about that but it's starting to make sense to me that like Kyle probably tries to pull this like bully shit on Kathy too and that's why they don't fuck with her absolutely like the whole Kyle and Kim dynamic has always been like you know deeply interesting very dark but also like only really given to us filtered through the Kyle lens because Mm -hmm. Kim was always like off and then like she was you know like not doing well and so people didn't like take her as take her seriously they didn't really like kind of view her perspective in the same way they saw Kyle as being the reasonable one but like we've only ever understood all of this through the Kyle filter and Mm -hmm. like finally getting to really see Kathy like is giving a much fuller picture it's showing us a different version like a different side of Kyle not different version um yeah that like has definitely always been there but I think Kyle has like more ably hit it because we only ever had Kim to like kind of tell us what Kyle was doing. And like, sometimes it barely made any sense, but like. Yeah, people viewed her as an unreliable narrator. 
on the exactly so, exactly um I also want to say that I think Paris lo- liked a tweet about Mauricio <laughs> being mean to Kathy too. yes about yeah. corn in fact <laughs> that is like it's just so it's also because like Kyle has the the Paris element too is really interesting because Kyle like you know talked well has always talked about how she and Paris look alike or like their old her old face look like Paris's mm-hmm. um and like Paris Hilton's like she's Paris Hilton's aunt like you know she's she came onto the scene um she definitely oh, like, like likes to present herself or in the beginning stages as Paris Hilton's exactly, aunt exactly like, exactly yeah. she like she hinged a lot that. of her popularity on Paris at the beginning especially mm-hmm. yep and yep. that's always seemed like interesting because Paris didn't want like it's you know we saw Paris in like a scene or two in early mm-hmm. seasons um like a flash quickly here and there but like I don't know I can kind of see like Paris and protectiveness over her mom like yeah I, I'm gonna be interested to see how this plays out I'm not sure it'll sh- play out on the show but I think yeah. we'll see more of it like on the um you know online and I think a lot of this is going to be fueling what happens at the reunion too definitely definitely and Kyle's always kind of like put herself in this in between like I'm better than Kim but like me and Mauricio are sort of the underdog to this institution that is yes and like exactly (laughs) now that we're seeing like who's the real asshole who's the one who left uh Hilton real estate agency to to uh you know take some of his own clients into his own company who did that yep who did that so um moving on uh quick question do you have any feelings about charles becoming king they just announced that (laughs) (laughs) um it's really funny because like through this whole conversation i've like glanced over and been like you know just like observing what's happening from the live screen from on the you know uh I mean honestly like I guess like he's waited long enough so like let him like like let him have a little time I guess I don't know shout out to Ray Sani who was like imagine having to find out that you have to start a job at 73 (laughs) 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 oh that sucks (laughs) it truly does but also there's something like kind of weird about like there being a king instead of a queen right no like I just like I saw the statement that Buckingham Palace put out which basically said something about like how the the king and queen consort are doing something and I was like ew they have a king now like yeah. I don't know Weird vibes. I don't like it <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> um so okay so everybody okay no something happens after that okay Kyle oh no okay sorry I'm I'm all things are happening I guess like I was gonna say also like I I feel like it's at least like fairly clear to me that like neither of us are like royal family like experts or like really like royal family people and so I feel like at least I'm just going on like vibes and the crown um (laughs) so like though that I read an entire biography about QE2 and it was like 500 600 pages and actually it was pretty fucking fascinating like you don't have to fuck with her but it's very interesting like no I I'm with you I also like you know I was a history major in college like I like you know have like knowledge about you know recent British history as well as like slightly longer so like I'm with you also like it's an interesting like kind of momentous occasion in that way 
Um, like, there was no, re- there's really no logical reason. Like she should not have been queen. Like dead ass yeah. should not have happened. There were like a lot yeah. of things that have to happen. Like the, her uncle abdicating and all that stuff. So like, it, you know, this is, it, it's kind of remarkable, but like, you know, again, you know, it's just, it's interesting. I'm not sad about this. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, and like, just like, I, I feel like, you know, maybe a better informed royal family expert may have more specific feelings about Charles being king but I'm sort of like you know I don't think he's like a pedophile the way that his uh brother is at least as far as I know and um not openly not as openly sure yeah you know I'm like uh um yeah, allegedly sorry I'm yeah. sorry realizing. I mean also like this doesn't matter like I hope everybody knows over there across the pond that like party's over okay nobody's gonna give a shit about charles <laughs> william like this thing that has been happening for the past few decades like the right it's done okay y'all are gonna have to figure yeah. something else out because we're not going the same way okay it's not happening yeah there right? was definitely like a heft from the longevity of her reign um, yeah that kind of tempered feelings i think and yeah uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays <clears throat> out yeah now back to beverly hills <laughs> so everybody has an edible lisa force <laughs> rena forces cherie and crystal to eat an edible <laughs> and um th- this is a time where kathy decides to present casa del sol the tequila that she is invested in as long as uh, as well as nikki and that roth's child that she married and she wants everybody to take a shot but kyle's like woo, like laughing interrupting her cracking jokes and kathy makes a face like bitch bitch like you got about three seconds before i pop the fuck off like i it was embarrassed and like livid and i loved it i loved it um so on the other side garcelle's talking to uh diana dorit and crystal about the conversation she had with erica about the earrings this is okay i had so many questions diana says in a confessional she doesn't understand why everybody's acting like only erica can help the victims and if they really cared they could take out their earrings and donate too which leads us to diana announcing yesterday before the episode aired that she was going to be donating a hundred thousand dollars to the victims however we read the whole thing (laughs) Yep. We discover that she is not donating directly to any victims. She is pooling $100,000 into her own foundation. And then those victims are supposed to apply. Now I talk, I asked uh, Bobby about this, you know, we know shout out to Bobby. Um, <laughs> and he said, Sorry, he, it took me a second. I was like, wait, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he felt like that was a sketchy unless there was a unless there was not a, a direct fund to to donate to um i just think that this is like very performative on diana's part well and deeply like, i mean it, it i i'm i'm not the tax person i think probably others including bobby might have better thoughts on tax implications but um yeah. uh like that just seems like a tax write-off for her and yeah. um it, it's I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's like, it's deeply sketchy. Like, this is not like a direct donation. Like, really, like, you know, I I don't want to get into like 
Bethany Frankel at this point. Please, um, please don't. I, I I, I, of all times, um, <laughs> I'm sure she's got enough. I'm sure she's 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 probably busy right now finding ways to criticize Meghan Markle for something that oh, she's yeah, she, about to do. Yeah, she's she's gotten her robe on real tight. And she's sitting hard in that couch, ready to roll. So yeah, yeah eyebrows busy. curved and raised, ready to go. <laughs> um, but like Bethany has had a point in um, some of, you know, what she's done and said, like with regard to this is a crisis and her be strong stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Direct donations are obviously like quite different from this kind of charity setup that Diana has made, which is, right. you know, I, and I, I can't, I, I think we've probably read the same things and I can't say that I'm an expert on the structure of what she set up but it's certainly like a way of being more performative than it is being helpful it's I also agree. really like like what she said on the show and like now following it up with her quote unquote donation like she it she's making this whole thing sound like it's like poor victims who are in need of charity but this is not like a private charity issue yeah, I don't love the like, oh, well, you know, if you care so much, then why don't you do something? And it's like, well, that's not my horse. My, my circus, not my monkeys, girl. Like, right. I, I, I don't like people being like, well, maybe, I don't know. And maybe that sounds, may, makes me sound morally dubious, but I just think it's like lame to be like, oh, well, you should do something if you care that much. And it's like, no, I'm trying to get this person to at least understand why people yeah. feel the way they do. It's also like there is because I was thinking I was thinking about exactly the same thing, and maybe what Diana said would make more sense if you were in a scenario like here's a hypothetical scenario like there's the uh, you know the the plane crash victims and there is a question about whether they are entitled to money from the airlines and mm-hmm. Girardi and the other lawyers are like fighting for them to get it but they don't get it and it's because Girardi he's like screwed up somehow and you know people kind of feel like the victims have been screwed out of their money because like Girardi Keys did something wrong like you know if, if there was a scenario like that maybe mm-hmm. like where the victims like didn't actually win any money and so like they need to be made whole because they don't have the money um <laughs> Like right. there, actually, I could see something like put your money where your mouth is making more sense. But that's not at all what happened here. They mm-hmm. won settlements. They right. got the money. They are entitled to the money. And their lawyers did not give them the money. Right. Like that is a totally different situation here. So it's like they're out like from stuff that we know for sure they're entitled to. So like, what does it help if like some rich lady in Beverly Hills is like offering to give them money. Like they, they have it. <laughs> the stuff that they're entitled to exists somewhere. It's just right. been like taken and like spent in other places or like whatever else. Like, you know, it's, it's really like, again, like it's obscuring the issues that are actually at play here in a way that kind of like tries to make Erica come out looking better, but like Right. It's pretty straightforward at the end of the day. I, I fully, fully agree. Ugh. Um, so Kyle's trying to like elbow Sutton into going over and figuring out what is going over what's going on over there with 
the rest of the ladies. And I love that Sutton's like, I haven't taken my LSAT yet. Like there's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Garcelle said, hey girls, like we were talking about this while Erica's not here, but Erica was pretty open about this. So let's get her over here to just, you know, confirm that what I'm saying to y'all is true. So Erica um, comes over. Crystal asks if there's anything that Erica wants to do outside of the law. And Erica's like, no. <laughs> People have sued me. I've had my response. And that's that. We're just going to have to wait out for the courts to see what happens. So Crystal says, I would give up my earrings. And Erica's like, why? Mm-hmm. So you can get look good? <laughs> and so Garcelle says, listen um i would feel compassion for other people so then erica asked her do you think that i don't have compassion and garcelle's like no i just think that i think you do have compassion i think you don't want to show that you're guilty and i think that like any sort of like doing good makes you think is going to make people think that you're guilty in some way so erica says i'm not guilty and so then garcelle says I'm not saying you are, but if you do some things, it might, in your mind, look like you're guilty. So then Crystal says, it's about trying to make people whole. That's all. So now Erica's really activated. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you know, there's a place to make people whole. And that's the court of law, not the court of public opinion. The Crystal says, we're not talking about the court of public opinion. And Erica seems, yeah, you are. <laughs> You're not letting the legal process out. I can't. I can't with like her teeth bearing face. It's really. Oh my God. It's, it's very like, yeah, it's viscerally tough to look at. Yeah. Like viscerally cringeworthy. Truly, truly. Like she just bite your arm skin off. Just rip it right off. <laughs> I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. Um. So then Crystal says, whether or not your husband's been convicted of crimes, why can't you just show compassion towards the victims? Like it's asinine to me that you're doing this. So then Erica looks at Crystal and says, the law matters. And if you don't understand that you're an amateur and you should get the fuck out. <laughs> I just like, like, I mean, there is a part of me that understands and maybe even sympathizes with what Erica is saying because it's true that the legal process needs to play out and sure the law matters. I mean, it's a a deep question as to who it matters for and who it plays out for. Um, and so I'm, I'm not trying to defend the, the legal system in any way here, but like, you know, it's a tenant of my profession. I have to kind of have some level of trust and understanding and like faith in the legal system to even like do my day to day job. Um, and but like that's not what any of them are talking about like again there is a component of like how you comport yourself as a person who exists in the world outside of the legal process and like Erica is making it seem very like I have to act this way or else people will think that I've done something wrong. And maybe it's not even like people will think I've done something wrong. It's more of like, I have to act this way because I haven't done anything wrong. But she doesn't, she doesn't have to act the way that she's acting. And like, right. and, and acting the way that other people, um, you know, are kind of suggesting that she maybe like show certain, you know, like, like 
the way that her friends are kind of and others on the cast are just encouraging her to sort of like show more softness like she has a lot of sign of contrition yeah yeah exactly but like and you can do that without like like we've already I feel like I've said this so many times but I'll just say it again like she can do that without like admitting any kind of culpability she can do it in a like frankly like Kyle kind of like said a good way that she could say it right like yeah like it just um Erica is again she's just really like using a lot of this legal jargon to try to confuse her castmates and to try to make herself seem more intelligent but what she's saying doesn't actually make any sense it doesn't and like when she's like you know what am I supposed to do just because somebody alleged that I did something am I supposed to throw my hands and be like oh my god I'm so sorry and it's like girl please like save yourself save yourself at this point correct um so crystal's like nobody said that like we can let the process play out but like listen erica accuses crystal of only caring about the victims because it's cool and she's like no i i don't think it's cool I just happen to care about them. And I think we should also let the record reflect that at this point, Kathy has migrated to the back of Crystal and she just like got a compact mirror in one hand and her lip gloss in the other. <laughs> and she's just like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> I don't think anybody yeah. noticed her, but she's like, I'm, I'm going to refresh. And I'm going to yep. get the tea right up and close to Crystal. <laughs> and honestly, like I, like i if I'm not already on record as being such, like I love Crystal and I just like loved how like matter of fact and like calm she was in Mm -hmm. face of Erica. And that's why I think like, you know, if she wants to stay on the show and like, if she does stay on the show and I kind of hope that she does personally, um, like I love that she brings that energy to fights because yeah. like the people they on this really. cast yeah they don't know how to they don't know how to handle that yeah I love this like she's clearly made a choice of being like I don't give a fuck because this first what episode or two of the season she was like you guys don't rock with me and like it's yeah. really hard and like <laughs> I don't like it so thank god for like whatever change was made she's like I'm I'm gonna step up to these people I'm gonna be confident if you guys don't want to you know be supportive of me I'm gonna be my own soldier and yep. she's right. And I'm loving it. I love yep. it. I really do. So um, Erica asked Crystal to back her facts up that there are victims <laughs> and, and that there are dead people whose money, uh, you know, the people, the victims, or, you know, the survivors uh, of these people, the widows and orphans are possibly lying about their not receiving their funds. So Crystal's like, are you trying to say that there's no proof that there are victims that haven't been paid? And Erica's like, have you proven it? Do you know? I mean, like Crystal doesn't need to, right? Like, I mean, and like in any case, like Crystal certainly doesn't need to have any facts at all to question Erica about a headline, which is like, she's perfectly entitled to do. Like, I mean, you know, again, like I, I, the lawyer in me wants to have the facts that like, you know, the other castmates like Crystal included couldn't like give back to Erica on the show. Like, I wish that I had those in my arsenal so I could just like list them out. But like, we don't need to, to like still take issue with the way that Erica has been comporting herself. 
Right. And also Erica is acting like these are just like fluff pieces from Us Weekly from somebody who needs to make a headline and not like direct reports from the courts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, like sworn affidavits or like, you know, like documents that have been filed in court. And like, yes, in many, in a complaint, plaintiffs can allege what they want, right? Like, sure. you know, that is, that is true. It doesn't mean that they are true. Um, like the statements made are true, but like, you know, court documents are not like radar online pieces also. Right, right. exactly. Some of them read that way sometimes, but that's okay. Um, man that like the opening stuff about Jen Shaw they were so petty and I loved it like when she first got arrested, like they really went in on her if you guys haven't read it like when she first first got arrested like read that they went in on her they were nasty dirty so nasty and so rude and it was so funny please please read it um, I know that's the government because <laughs> I have never seen I was like really thinking I sat there to myself and thought if I had known that law could be this petty <laughs> do you know where my life would be right now <laughs> if I knew that you could do this oh girl please um so then okay here we go here we go Erica says that she just wants to get it very it to get very straight that this is a civil lawsuit not a criminal one and Lisa's sitting on the couch the edible is kicked in she's got her head in her hands her hair is askew like Andy Warhol and she's saying in a confessional like this is really fucking up my vibe <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think I pulled out the edibles a little bit too late had I done it earlier we could have all been kicking it and eating Doritos but now here's what we're having and I don't like it <laughs> you guys are really bumming me out <laughs> so this is maybe the first and last time of this season that I'm I'm gonna agree with Lisa but she's still on the wrong team because here's the time where we need to be talking about shit and you want to shut it down and I say yep. no. <laughs> That is, I mean, it's pretty interesting that Rena's pretty ready to pull Erica away um, mm -hmm. because she's saying stuff she can't come back from when, <clears throat> you know, she's gotten pissed at, say, I don't know, Denise, Lisa Vanderpump uh -huh. for leaving situations, um, you know, when they were being confronted. So weird. Mm -hmm. So weird how that happens. Very strange. Mm. Um, Erica starts screaming that you know we're not talking about people like you guys don't know what you're talking about whatever like this is me just because somebody said it things doesn't mean it's true and kyle's now sitting on the couch with her jaw dropped and she's like this is not good <laughs> this is not good so in a confessional kyle says if i were erica i would be making a statement about how I care. I do care about the victims. Please be patient with the process or something along those lines. I'm like, yeah, girl, I know you asked your PR person what to say. Don't, don't act well, like. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not like she came up with that on her own. <laughs> no, this is what really kills me is they, they wanted to act like they didn't uh, try to reach out to their lawyers and they didn't have questions after that LA times article came out like Sutton did. Seriously. But Seriously y'all did just because the lawyer happened to be your friend and maybe he didn't charge you for asking that question doesn't mean that you weren't trying to protect yourself okay let's let's not do that anyway um so then erica no excuse me crystal says is all i think about are the victims and erica says i don't give a fuck about anyone else but me 
And so Kyle says from the couch, it's not about you. <laughs> it's not about just the law. There are victims involved. And so then Erica then turns to Kyle and is like, hey, listen, the question is, were they frauded by Girardi Keys? Not Erica. Guess what? I'm not employed by Girardi Keys. Yes, you were. I'm not a lawyer. <clears throat> Fine. She's also um, like, okay. If the question is, were they defrauded by Girardi Keys? Fine. If they were, and if that money was taken for from by Girardi Keys, where was it used? And did yeah. Erica benefit from it? You Those are the questions. Right. Yeah. Like as much as she wants to avoid and like obscure and make it seem like, you know, this is the one thing and she has nothing to do with it. She never worked there, whatever else. Like that's, it's not that simple. And yeah. it's a lot messier than she's giving it credit for here. And that's the thing is like, it would be such an easy out to just say that, to just say like, it's really complicated and I don't know where it's going. And, mm. you know, it's kind of scary and I feel really weird about it. Like she could say all of those things. And I think that we would feel a lot more sympathy towards her rather than this. Yeah. And I think like, not to give her too much credit, but like, I think what she's really saying and like, I don't give a fuck about anybody else. It's like, I'm out here lip syncing for my life. And I'm like, you know, whatever may have happened with the firm is now going to affect me. And I'm just like, kind of out here without a paddle, wondering how things are all going to shake out. And I have to focus on myself, not being like, I don't give a fuck about anybody but me. <laughs> like, that yes. hits very differently. That's exactly it. And it's like, you know, and I think it's because like, she is saying some versions of these sort of like, you know, even when she says like, which I think comes very soon after this, like how she's the wife who was left in ruin or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some truth to that in the sense of like, you know, if like she's been put in this position because of Tom, like her level girl. of knowledge is unclear. Throw um, him the fuck under the bus, girl. Like why is yes. she throwing him under the bus? Why don't That's you like, exactly. this man provided me with a lifestyle that I thought was all fine. And now I'm finding out it's not. And now I'm really like out here, like scared. Why does she not right. do that? And instead it's like, well, we don't know that the victims didn't get their money or we don't know that they are victims. Yeah. It's like, I mean, the point is like, even if you didn't, because at one point when they're talking about the earrings or like getting the earrings from the money. And I think Kyle brings this up and Erica's like 15 years ago. And it's like, well, the thing is now, you know, the truth, right? Even if you didn't, which I don't think is established by the way. That mm -hmm. even if you didn't know, like during the time that you were married to him years ago, even a couple of years ago, even at the time that you left him, let's say, when I think yeah. it was probably knew all of us then, mm -hmm. um, even if you didn't know it all then, you know it now. And yeah. Like, you, can, you, can, you can act accordingly now. Right. She's, yeah. And the fact that you don't throw, she's never once like really thrown Tom under the bus or really like tried to hold him accountable is give it's giving mob wife frankly yeah <laughs> right so is i mean so is her whole demeanor yeah. yeah um so okay so what happens that okay so kyle is like really trying to help her out kyle's like erica nobody's saying that you were directly involved in this but like i thought it was confirmed that the money was taken by gerardi keith and erica says no it's not like it's still in litigation so kyle says okay 
But in the meantime, could we try to have a little sensitivity to the victims? And Erica says, the only person that you guys should be concerned about is me. So now it's like, nope, really, there's no coming back from this, like, at all. You, there are no allies. Finally, it's clicking with, with Erica and Dorit and Kyle that, like, we can't help her. Like, yep. we cannot. Yep. There's no coming back from this. So um, Dorit tries to tell Erica to take a deep breath. And Erica's like, I'm not going to. Why should I have to take on the sins of somebody that I'm trying to divorce? And so Dorit says in a confessional that Erica has a tendency to pop off and it makes things really hard, makes it really hard for them to defend her. And she's going to have to start taking responsibility for the things that come out of her mouth. And, and that's it that's it it is i however like based on the preview like i i, I would love to see dorit put that into practice like yeah, it's very dorit. nice to tell us that like in a confessional that you filmed far in the safety in the safety far away from erica but uh, yeah there's a term called like parking lot pimping where it's like <laughs> it's yes. real easy for you to be stunting in a very different location but in real time like in the real location where you know are we are we keeping it real Three. I don't yeah. think we are. Um, so Garcelle says to Erica, you have a pair of $750,000 earrings and you could give it to them. And Erica goes, what would that do? <laughs> Girl. Uh, <laughs> where do we start, Erica? Where do we start? Yeah. So, oh God. Okay. So then somebody's, I can't, I don't even know who says this, but like, they're like, the headlines are saying that Erica refuses to get out of the earrings. Maybe Crystal says this. And Erica's like, but I offered and they were cataloged. So what do we think about that? And if that was true, why didn't you just say that? Right. So I'm actually not sure. And that I was even like, I, I meant to like kind of look into because I didn't understand it. Um, yeah. But like, I, I think that there is I don't know what she possibly could have could mean by saying that she offered. Right. But also like, if you did, why didn't you tell Garcelle at the dinner table that like, right. I tried to give them up and they didn't, you know, like I'm, we're trying to work everything out. And this would whole thing would have been like, there would have been no, no more conversation. Right. Like, but now you're acting like, why should I have to give them up? But now all of a sudden you offered and they didn't, and they catalog them. Well, so which one is it? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, so at that point, oh God, <laughs> Kyle's trying to level with Erica. And she's like, again, it's not like anybody says, is trying to say that, you know, you knew where this money was coming from. But Erica, you're not acknowledging the victims. And that's the problem. And Erica says, that's not my problem. <laughs> but Kyle says, people fucking died. <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> Kyle, don't swear. I'm serious, Kyle. <laughs> that really killed me because, like, now I know that Kathy's really pissed, and she's just oh yeah, at anything to like get at Kyle to get back at Kyle. It's just like stop cursing, Kyle. <laughs> it's fucking livid. I love that. I really, really love it. And so Kyle's like, Kathy, shut up. <laughs> I'm not, we're, we're not doing this. And so Kyle tells Erica listen, people died and you're not showing any compassion. And, you know, like, I'm really pissed now. And Erica's like, you know, don't say that, you know, I, like there's nothing you can say. I can't defend that. 
I'm really pissed off at you, Erica, right now. Like, please stop. So Kyle says, this I thought was very telling. I was like, I'm trying to help you like kind of be your own victim. <laughs> I know. Um, I like, I don't listen to Teddy's podcast, obviously. Why would you? Uh, <laughs> but I think like I heard or read somewhere, probably read it where I've been doing more reading of important issues these days um that uh teddy said something along the lines of like how erica is a victim of tom and so she should be entitled to keep like you know i i don't know if it was the earring specifically or like some other like money or objects that she got from tom or just you know like she should be able to keep kind of what she got from him because she's also his victim and I, I would not be surprised if that's sort of a, a narrative that they're trying to help her develop. Right. <laughs> I feel like outside of like, I mean, and all, you guys are divorcing. So this puts more onto it. Like outside of like an engagement ring, I can't imagine like wanting to keep something that badly, you know, like unless it had true sentimental value. And we know that these earrings don't. <laughs> so like, so I've been like, I, I found like a little article because I was a little confused about the giving and not giving back. And it looks as if like a judge, probably should have already known this, but a, a judge mm -hmm. did order her to turn over the earrings um, mm -hmm. and found that they did, they were like, you know, uh -huh. they needed to be turned over. And so she did. And there was a quote in People um, from a source close to Erica about how she was upset to give them back because of the sentimental value but um okay well do you have the date on that article um sorry there's some from like yesterday because this all came up but this was right. uh yeah. july 6 2022 okay um, she yeah. held on to these for quite some time <laughs> she did and so um there was a distractify like thing that was helpful but i that doesn't seem like a super solid source to me no offense to any distractify <laughs> writers that may be hearing me say this but um they kind of laid it out saying that um so the trustee had um the trustee who's presiding over the bankruptcy of Gerardi Keese had asked um to sell those those earrings at auction like back in December to take advantage of the holiday period Mm -hmm. um, or maybe for this upcoming December, I'm, it's actually not clear to me, could have been last year or for this upcoming December, but Erica had actually held onto them until the bankruptcy judge, um, ordered Erica to turn them over. Mm -hmm. And so, and then she did. And, um, uh, and I think Erica has appealed that ruling, but either way, like she now does not have the earrings and they are tucked away somewhere now under the control of the trustee um possibly to be auctioned off even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, good. Sorry. Sorry to you, girl. I don't care. Um. <laughs> oh, and the, there's a quote from the trustee saying that the auction will capitalize on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills connection in its promotion. Oh, good. That's actually great. Get more no, money for them. I like that idea. Always be selling, you know? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So at this point, um, I think we're almost done. So they're trying to like Dorit and Rena are whispering to each other like we got to get her out of here <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's too much um oh excuse me Erica said that she was not a victim even though Kyle tried to make her be and so Kyle asked her well what are you and she says I'm a wife who's been left in ruins so mm-hmm. they're whispering about how to to try and get uh her out of here to get Erica out of here and in a confessional lisa says that it's getting to the point where erica's saying things that she can't take back and they gotta go so she's ushering them out making faces at diana and diana's licking her lips towards the door like let's go and they're ushering her out so erica's first as like lisa's basically pushing her and it's she's like this is what i'm talking about whatever happened to baby jane just like a like an old Hollywood starlet who hasn't had a job in years, who got kicked out of the Beverly Hills Hotel because she, you know, screamed and threw a martini at the piano player's face. And like, listen, it's <laughs> <laughs> really like, I'm not caving into some shit. Caving just because you people think that I should feel some way. Fuck that shit. Not she was tapping crazy. back into Roxy. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, it was just like, that like swagger that she was trying to put on and yeah. her little like tone of voice like very like again like 20s like you know 1920s like bad girl kind of right. like right. It's, it's, right. it's actually a little pathetic to be honest it's like true performance like uh, you know, I'm not gonna take responsibility for shit that I didn't do. I pray to God that you guys fucking shit doesn't end up like mine. Fuck you all. <laughs> what about yeah, the frat right. like, cunts? Yeah, she tilts her fedora and like points a machine gun at the <laughs> ceiling, basically. <laughs> like, you know, like okay. Um, and cutting between that and like the five women on the couch that are just oh my kind God. Of, like, Ugh. <laughs> that like I would hang that in my anywhere in my bathroom yeah. probably actually a, that would make a great tough like I would love like a long picture of that like hung up and framed like right put it over the back of a couch or something yeah like a little fresco painting or something so, <laughs> yeah. yeah they're all sitting on the couch just like taking it all in Sutton says now I was really looking forward to playing some shuffleboard tonight <laughs> Garcelle says that's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> the dream team my truly dream. <laughs> truly 
Kelly, the dream team. Yolanda. Oh my God. I'm very excited for next week. The, I mean, the fact. What was your reaction when you heard 818, my friend, Kendall Jenner? I screamed. (laughs) I screamed because first of all, y'all, if you guys don't know, a18 has a shit rating. Like the girls are saying it's not good. I've seen multiple taste tests of actual Kardashian fans being like, this is undrinkable. I cannot do it. <laughs> and the fact that, I mean, here's the thing, like, let's just talk about it. The agency has been a the sixth housewife for how many daggone years is at this point okay and everybody's had the opportunity to hawk their wares but we had suddenly two rent out lip launch parties yeah. in two seasons we had a big one this season and a big one last season like, we, we, had to watch, we had to watch uh pk uh do a a whole season finale dedicated to his non-alcoholic rosé that we've never seen again oh my god i forgot but, about that but kathy like, can't we've been to qvc yeah we had to go to Connecticut. And honestly, like <laughs> if we like I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Like Halloween is one of my actually like favorite movies. Sorry that Kyle's in it, but it's true. Um <laughs> I love Jamie Lee Curtis, but we sat there and listened to that bitch tell us about wind chimes. Yeah. The tumbler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hot and cold. Amazing. Like yeah. let Kathy let Kathy pour you all a shot. Yeah, yeah, y'all couldn't take a shot. Like all of a sudden we're above taking shots. Okay, okay, since when? Um, so yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, I, I could not believe that. What a snake that, that Kathy was like, oh, they have, they're selling my tequila and, Kyle, and Kath, or Lisa's like, oh, really? Okay, bartender, can you serve me up some of my dear friend Kendall Jenner's? 818 tequila 818 tequila available everywhere in stores now by kendall jenner my best friend so, it's <laughs> like oh my god me neither and i think it's actually incredible that like the marquee fight that they've been like talking about this entire season like happens because of tequila brands specifically <laughs> like kendall jenner versus nikki hilton's tequila brand right. <laughs> um, but it also like that moment reminds me of that tiktok sound where it's like the orange soda is really good yeah. like i'll have the orange soda like i'll have the strawberry soda <laughs> me too strawberry soda please i just <laughs> like yeah. i um oh my god I, oh, I cannot wait i can't me wait either i think it's gonna be, actually be like pretty pretty intense but I just got to say, like, I mean, I'm reserving judgment because I don't want to, like, preemptively defend Kathy if she does something crazy, but, like, yeah, the I mean, that the people... her doing a homophobia on somebody, then I'm going to yes. have to change my tune, but... Yes, I, I agree. But, like, it says a lot to me that, like, Sutton and Garcelle are still good with her, but, like, right. the ones coming out of this telling us how terrible she is are Erica and Rena. Right. When it supposedly was Sutton's uh assistant assistant that kathy allegedly attacked so yeah it's not really adding up for me exactly um and i and i mentioned garcelle because like i think at some point there's speculation that kathy may have said the n-word like i yeah i i I don't know like i'm not gonna say that the hiltons are above that because like they're obviously not shout out to (laughs) paris (laughs) 
yeah but yeah it's just it's it's suspect for me right now that like the narrative the way that the narrative has been shaped so far i i fully agree i'm well shocked to say that i'm excited to watch this episode but here we are here we are Um, but i'm like ready for like a, a housewives like kind of refresh i've been like beverly hills have been like getting tired with like just I don't know, like it, it happens at the end of every season, like with Atlanta, like I, I loved the season actually, but like, I was really ready for it to be done. Um, I'm so excited about Potomac. Can we talk about Potomac? Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> I was just going to say like, I'm really excited for Potomac and I'm actually like, like I, I, I'm actually kind of excited for Salt Lake City. I'm not, I'm not trying to be down on it. I'm just not as excited for it as I am for Potomac. Uh, Agreed. I, I fully agree. Okay, so the highlights for me in the trailer were definitely this, like, is Chris hitting the DMs of other housewives storyline? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just based on my TikTok and how he's constantly on live, TikTok live, with Candace sitting beside him, I think we all know how that's going to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think it turned out well for Giselle and her claims. Um, what else? I'm really interested in this uh ashley buying a house with michael after she filed for divorce from him storyline yeah, girl what's what's going on there but yeah me too i mean like i i actually think like there could be like a scenario where i understand I, i'm this is total speculation this is literally just based on what comes from the from the trailer but mm-hmm. like because there's also this moment where she's basically like concerned about raising the kids alone. Yeah. I she's currently living in a tiny, not tiny, it's much bigger than my apartment. Um, but she's living in an apartment with two babies. I can yeah, see a scenario I, where she's like, Yeah, let's buy this house together, just so she's in a freaking house. Right. And like I will rarely say this because I feel like <clears throat> rich people definitely have the tendency to be like, oh, I'm going to have a baby. So I need to buy a house with an extra 4,000 square feet because this is too small. <laughs> like the yeah. 8,000 we already have is too small, but that uh, penthouse is not suitable for those children. It is. Exactly. Like, it's just not. It, it, exactly. <laughs> it's just not. And like, frankly, like getting a house like with him is the only way she's going to be able to get one really. Right. Um, and like putting herself in a position to like be able to take care of the kids better especially if it's in doubt what he would actually do to help them as a family like once they're divorced I get that so if it's something like that I gotta say that I like kind of see where she's coming from with it but I also have maybe historically been a little too much of an actually apologist um just because I feel bad for her (laughs) interesting I really like I have yet to really form an opinion but I was flirting with the uh thought that Ashley was uh starting to be iconic last season and might really be growing into that this season I'm with you like I've gone back and forth on her but like and like I think maybe like my deep sense of like I feel really bad for like this disgusting man that you're that you for you for being married to this disgusting man Mm-hmm. but that takes a little like I know also intellectually that it takes too much of like her choices out of it by thinking yeah for sure for sure um also we've been 
since probably the beginning of this, or at least in season two, been flirting with this idea of Karen having a man on the side mm-hmm. and all of this. And it seems like that's going to be a topic of conversation yet again. And yeah. I feel like every season, Karen gets out of this and I really want answers now. <laughs> well, I mean, I think like at this point, it's very, it's very like where there's smoke, there's, there's something. Yeah. You know, maybe it's like, maybe there's no fire. Maybe it's just an infestation. I don't know. Right. I mean, she um, did say to Ray, like, you told me I could have a little eye candy on the side, which, you know, what did that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? So, yeah. Uh, was there any other highlights? Uh, I'm just like, just excited in general. I really am. I am too. And like, I think it's because like with Potomac, I like, I don't stand anyone. I don't like, I mean, I'm not a Candace fan. And at the same time, like, I think she's really funny and like right a lot of the time. And so it's like, I like, I love Potomac for having like a cast that you can feel complicated ways about in, in, you know, which is really in contrast to like, Beverly Hills where it's really just like bad feelings for half of them almost all the time yeah I mean they're just like really doing it so differently and the thing that I will always appreciate about that is that they're ready to play in a way that's like not we're performing for the cameras but like the way that Giselle and Karen are able to navigate their frenemy ship is like a way that we don't see from other housewives and I really love it because they might not fuck with each other but they at least respect the fact that they're on a show together and they're not trying to like cut anybody out of filming and they're willing to play the game and they're willing to have these conversations and it's not nasty and i like yeah and me i completely agree and especially like last season i feel like showed that really well because you started out with like broken broke down whore from, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> um and ended up with the two of them kind of like having like little you know like funny moments together by the end of the season like and I'm yeah. actually I'm hoping we see like both of those things blended together again um yeah. especially because like I just like Karen after she said all of that stuff and like they were kind of like what did you mean like what are you talking about? Like sing, sing. And she was like, I don't know. I just said it because it sounded good. I was like, I love, I love her. I love it. Cause she truly, she definitely met Bellevue. And she said, yes, exactly. <laughs> I was singing the same thing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God bless. God bless the queen. Long live the queen. And by that, I mean, oh. Huger. by that, I mean, so, um, yeah. Do you guys, do you want to, um, tell everybody where they can find you? No? Um, you'll find me you'll find me around um you'll She's see me here. where you see me um, I show up here and there yeah he'll catch her in these streets Maya thank you so much again a historic episode literally anytime I'm I'm always here I'm always here for you um yeah, I'm glad we could be here house. you'll be back for <sighs> winter house you'll be back for summer house so I yeah. I feel like we're gonna have some stuff to talk about <sighs> I feel like we are too I feel like we are. (laughs) With that, you guys have a great day. Maya, you have a great day and we'll talk soon. Long live the king. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.